Welcome to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. I'm Mike Spiegelman. Carl, hi. Hi, I'm Carl, not Spiegelman. Carl, not Spiegelman. Carl, hey, may I be the first to wish you Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I wish you happy Merry Christmas. Today is Hanukkah. It is. It's the first night of Hanukkah. That's right. That's right. We decided to play fair this year and fall on the same time as Christmas. You know, us yeah, we retired. We retired here in the same old, uh, oh, Chris, oh, happy Hanukkah. That was six weeks ago, motherfucker. This is actually falls on the same holiday. And Kwanzaa starts in a couple of days, too. So we're all kind of, our periods all aligned this the, month. It wasn't the lunar calendar. It was your decision to. Yeah, that. it was the Jews. Of course. That's the answer to everything. So speaking of the holiday spirits, uh, this is the fourth year that we're doing this. But we have a special end of the year we have two special end of the year show but this is the first one and it is celebrating all the shitty movies and you know brainy movies to be honest with you they get dumped Mm -hmm. on christmas day these are movies that are released on christmas day the most vulnerable day of the year where you leave your christmas party i'm here with paul brumba in the studio carl Oh, hey, Paul, there won't be a countdown per se today. Well, we could have him count down at least a couple of them until he needs to leave. Don't worry, I'm going to mouth. I'm going to lip sync it. I'm going to mouth it as it happens. I'm going to lip sync it. It's going to be great. What do you do Christmas Day? Do you go to the movies? I definitely don't. You were just talking about that earlier. I haven't done like a, a Christmas movie. I was even thinking the last one I did, I think it was like one of the Die Hard movies. Oh, there you yeah, go. That's a while. So that's heck of a while. It wasn't Daddy Daycare 2. Yeah, it wasn't Daddy Daycare 2. No, it wasn't <laughs> Thor. It wasn't any of these ones or whatever. But no, it, it's been that long. So no, what do I do? I stay home. I stay close to home. My kids are now in their 20s. Um, and when they were younger, I definitely had them close to home, but now I'm just, I'm burnt. I'm spent. I'm tired. I usually don't want to travel. I hate, hate traffic. Um, I hate traveling, love family, but but, so you're like Vin Diesel in Fast and Furious five through seven. So ladies and gentlemen, we are very excited to, uh, do our special show. What is our show about? Carl, what is our show about? Uh, it's about two hours approximately. We always end early. Yeah. Thank mercifully. Not that long. Well, I have created a playlist on my own YouTube channel <laughs> called Luggage Tuesdays. You type it in, you'll see my face, Mike Spiegelman, hanging out by uh, China Beach. And uh, you'll be, there's a very important video that you should watch. And uh, it autoplays when you get to my channel, Luggage Tuesdays. Yeah. We want you to go to the playlist. 
And by the way, thanks for watching that video. And uh, we want you to go to the playlist. And as we've done years before, uh, I have a, a playlist called Christmas Day Movies. We're on the fourth one. I know this is, I just, Christmas Movies 4. This is, this is basically the general rule, Carl, that I went by. These are movies right. that were released on Christmas Day, for the most part, wide releases. To be eligible for Oscar nominations, the film has to be released in New York and L.A. before the year's end. So they released a very limited run, like they did with the limited uh, Hateful Eight, for example, in New York and L.A. to qualify, get the nomination. Then they released the movie wide in January, saying this film was nominated for six Academy Awards, even though it just came out of the blue. So... Those films I try to avoid. I have one on the list, and I'll point it out when we get to it. But for the most part, these are the films that, according to IMDb, uh, was released on Christmas Day. And just to let you know how I did the research, previously I used Box Office Mojo, which has a great calendar of releases, and I verify with IMDb. This year I used a website called thenumbers.com, and there's a hyphen between the and the numbers. They listed movies by year, and then I used uh, IMDb to verify the wide release on December 15th, 25th. So, and a lot of them were turkeys. Like, we have done Modern Problems with Chevy Chase. We have done Four Rooms. Yeah. We have done... Uh, Holmes and Watson. So we're actually down to these are films that are being released this Christmas Day. These are films that have been released previous Christmas Days, and a lot of them are literary adaptions or, or prestige films or vanity projects. A lot of the turkeys are not there. There's a couple turkeys on the list. And uh, yeah, so uh, and also to keep in with tradition, I'm bringing a Jewish friend into our conversation. My friend Ira is dropping by. And Ira. Be, yeah, he's been on the oh, last he's not three. There yet? No, he's running late. Okay. That's so, Ira. <laughs> oh, gee. So we're just gonna we're gonna kick it off. So we would like for you to go to my YouTube channel called LuggageTuesdays.com, watch the autoplay video, and thank you for watching that my video. And then go to playlist, click uh, Christmas Day movies four. It's gonna kick off with the inevitable Godfather Part Three. Hit pause. And I think what we're going to do is that we're going to just hit pause at the end of every, uh, yeah, the end of every trailer, the and then manually start the new one so we can time Wait, it all. Before we get started, yes, sir. Paul, have you seen um, uh, have you seen Mike's video? No, I have not, and I'm going uh, Mike, to. We, yeah, Mike, can we just spin that just before we get started? Just sure. At least you know for Paul's benefit, but also for our audience. Sure. That might be good. And then one thing, it looks like the lawyers in the corner over telling us over here that um, please remember that uh, the views represented here on Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl are not necessarily the views of MovieMojo.com. No, I use them. So please, please. I just want to give out credit. I didn't use a book to, to verify the, the release dates. I did use those websites. I just had to read the disclaimer. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Cohen. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Kamojo. Uh, <laughs> it isn't not necessarily reflected. Definitely do not reflect. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Can we start our uh, Christmas show? No, no. Let's uh, please watch the uh, video for Paul. Stage, All right. Uh, <laughs> All right. Let me go uh, set that up. Thank you. All right, hang on. Uh, I'm sit gonna... back and get ready, Paul. It's a little lengthy, but... Yeah, this is... Uh, actually, people, we're going to hit the close to the two-hour mark if we play this video up before we start, so... It's worth right, it, right, yeah. Very lengthy is what I'm trying to say. All right, search yes. luggage Tuesdays. Tuesday I just put one. in Mike Spiegelman and he popped right up. Your oh. luggage Tuesdays. 
Yeah. Well, I know it's spelled like it's Tuesdays. Channel. Oh. Okay. Right here we go. I'm going to go ahead and click my video. There, there I am in China Beach. Check out my video. Thanks for checking out my video. So every time someone says, Mike, watch my video, I say, oh, yeah, here, check out my video. <laughs> like every time a comic's like, I just played at the brainwash, check out my video. I'm like, hey, check out my video. So that's how that came to be. Okay, gotcha. All right, all right. All right, so we are going to go back, and I'll have a list of the previous movies that we've done for the last three years at the end of the show. I'll read it out loud. But in the meanwhile, let's start. Please, God forbid, let's start. So we have the Countdown King ourselves, the master of descending numbers, the Mr. 321, Mr. TikTok Man, the original TikTok Man. Please give it up. Let's get ready to Brumba. Paul Brumba. <laughs> whoop, whoop, yeah. All right, we're here. You guys <laughs> know the that? drill. <laughs> you guys know the drill. Get your finger over that little triangle and let's do this thing in tres, dos, uno, go. So I'm going to play the audio. Right Paramount Pictures show. presents. Christmas Day 1990 this was. I saw this, I think, that day. I was so anxious to see Godfather Part 3. The thing is, they start off in the trailer by saying, remember Godfather 1 and 2? Remember? Hey, here's here's scenes from a 1972 and 1974 movie. Like, How do they recap? Remember Godfather 1? No, they show like... Godfather 2. Carl, remember when we did this movie? No, we didn't do two. This is two. We, did, we didn't. Yeah, we just did one. Yeah. Motion picture excellence. Um, Robert Duvall turned this down because he was offended by a one million dollar paycheck. Al Pacino was getting five million and Diane Keaton was getting one and a half million. Like, you only give me one million? That was my Duvall. Do you think Diane was necessary in part three? Yeah. I. Uh, yes, but I think they totally missed the mark with this and movie. I think this movie should have been about how Francis Ford organized crime is falling Bruce apart. Nobody respects saga. anything anymore. You know what I mean? Like his day of the 40s and 50s and 60s is fading away with like gangbangers and stuff. And it would be his attempt to like pull it all back together. Right. Either that or the film should have been about him going, you know what? This is fucked up. I killed my brother. I'm going legit, and his struggle to literally go legit. Well, meanwhile, I, I know to, that was part of this. Film. I have to mention that we are watching, a, a, I guess, a variety of trailers for this movie. This is the second trailer. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, you guys are gonna not like me at this point. This is where I'm gonna lose you. Is I, I didn't like The Godfather as much as I like things like Once Upon a Time in America. Oh, that's a good movie. Uh-huh. I like that more of a gangster movie or even The Untouchables. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that that Godfather had to come first for those others to be born. Sure. I still hear you. Right. Now, Sofia Coppola won two Razzies uh, for this. Um, it was going to be Winona Ryder, who was originally cast, but she went on to do Edward Scissorhands. And so... Sophia stepped up. Now, after they played uh, her in the original screening, everyone was laughing at her, like, sort of valley girl accent. So she redubbed all of her vote dialogue. Well, the, the, the scene that you're talking about is when she gets killed. 
and she says daddy in a very uh, kind of unflinching way <laughs> but it's also you know his son died in a motor in a motorboat accident yeah and yeah. I, a lot of the, i feel that scene was reflecting what he must have felt you oh, know I especially see. by having his own daughter who's probably you know who had experienced her brother to go die i think right. that's what that that's what that scene reflected so I, I was okay, and you know I think she's one of my favorite directors. The near decades ending, and uh, most of her films are like my favorites. She did the Bill Murray one. Um, no, but seriously though, Mike, she had to re-record all of her dialogue huh. because people laughed her accent out of the theater. But Andy Andy Garcia was ridiculous too. Oh, maybe uh, Edison didn't create the telephone. <laughs> maybe it was a I don't know uh, Italian guy. Um, when the when the burglars break into Andy Garcia's apartment, while they were shooting that, he insisted that he used a real gun while he was beating the one guy oh, no. instead of the prop, and it led uh, to stitches. Yeah. <laughs> Character actors get stitches, as they say. Listen, I know what you're talking about, about the passing away. I mean, the, look, um, the day that, as soon as I killed my brother, I, bega- I did begin to regret it. Oh, that really? same day. Oh, yeah. Oh well, I felt so bad. I sent you, I sent you congratulations flowers. <laughs> yeah, they were sorry for well, your loss. I mean, I was, we were all better off, but still, it was. Uh... All right, I think there's okay, more. So what do we do? Pause or? Oh shit! Yeah, because it's just gonna roll to the next one. Okay, so we're gonna start off with pause the next trailer. Doctor. So pause, and uh, why don't we just take turns, and when Ira comes, he could join in the fun. I'll go ahead and count down the countdown for our next trailer on our Christmas Day movies four playlist three. Two, wait, wait, wait. All You're right. not going to say what it is and everything? It's Little Women. It's coming out. It's, it's coming out in a couple days. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, here we go. Oh, no, you played it? I did, I want, all right, I'll rewind. Okay, this, is, this show is going to be the most graceful. With me paying attention this time. By the way, our show is half as long as the Irishman, so give it up. All right, so ready? We're going to go ahead. <laughs> I have it on three, two, one, zero, go. This is Meg. Why would you throw zero in there? Oh my god, alright, we gotta start over. No, no, no. No, sorry. Now, this is Little Women, yeah. and it's I'm just on and on. yet another it's version. There's been six of them. So it's far. a good story. And this is Lady Bird, the one. Who, you saw Lady Bird? Yeah, I like Lady Bird. Okay, so that was semi autograph, biographical. And the woman's name is Gerwig. Greta Gerwig. And. Yeah, actress Greta, Greta Gerwig. Gerwig, and she's a. I mean, they say writer director. I mean, she certainly didn't write this. It was adapted for the screen. Oh no, she um, went back in time and she wrote Little Women in 1883. <laughs> yeah, I fucking over Bronte. She's she's about the quality of Charlotte. Uh, and um, <laughs> that was the slam. You just saw Meryl Streep. She met with Meryl Streep, who was playing the Battle Axe. That's where that phrase comes from. All right. The old Battle Axe. I, I want to see it. I don't think I've seen any of the other five ones. Or Little Men. That was a couple of movies, right? I don't know about that. I've was that a sequel? Men, but I thought a prequel? It was a side series. Spinoff. Uh, now, this is Civil War era. Many, many people think it's 1700s. This is 1860s yeah. time frame. Yeah, it's really tough. And they're all Confederates. No, but I mean, many people think of the Bronte sisters as being 1700s people. 
And yeah. they wrote about that time, but no, they were... They hung out with the Elliots and the other crazy sisters. Writing sisters. I don't know. I'd... Nora Ephron and uh, Della Ephron. Ephron sisters. They hung out with the Pointer sisters. See, this time. Christmas Day. This is a prestige movie, buddy. You would take your brainiac mom and your brainiac mom's sister and you guys would be like oh we can't see spider-man that's beneath us oh we can't right. see we gotta go see little women it's finally it's a movie about us little women now i'm sure that this was done to try to catch the um the gold uh, the academy award have you seen florence Plug in, in other movies midsummer and uh fighting with my family i guess i have not she's fantastic holy shit like she's What's the, her name who's uh, in Jurassic Park in this too? She's always in crazy movies. Lauren, Laura Dern. Weird director. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, only into Christmas, Little Women. Okay. Wow, Getting so ready to pause. I'm going to get ready to pause. I'm still. Hmm, it didn't seem to move forward. I guess I could just click on IP Man. Hit Man. Oh, oh hang on. Hit pause. We're going to watch IP Man. Part of the reason is we don't want any fucking commercials. We. Because a lot of times you play these playlists and they're like, boom. Okay, IP Man 4. And this it's takes place in it. San Francisco. It's a name. Ip Man. Ip, is it Ip or IP Man? It's Ip. Like intellectual property. No, like the dude's name. So I haven't it's seen Ip. the first three, but this guy taught Bruce Lee the certain fighting style. And that's yeah, the reason why he's yeah. cool. And he has adventures where he uses fight. So this this time he goes back to San Francisco to to help have his former student help him out. And guess what? San Francisco is racist. Really? Yeah. Sound right. Yeah. Well, they, all right. Here we go. <laughs> Mr. Bruce Lee. Wait, you did the countdown. I said, here we go. All right, hang on a sec. Here we go is the countdown. Three. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. San Francisco next. Okay, All right, here we go. Three, two. That's Bruce Lee. One, zero, go. Let's welcome Mr. Bruce Lee. Okay, so Ip Man was biographical. Ip Man Two was uh, 1950s. He moved to Hong Kong to promote um, Wing Chun, which is a style of kung fu, and it focused on Bruce Lee, his famous disciple. In Ip hey, Man Three, Mike Tyson. Was a street fighter. Mike Tyson was in it. So this is look at so yeah, Chinatown hasn't changed at all, except for these competitions where you break uh, stone. It's a waste of stone. Now the producers couldn't find an actor who they thought could portray Bruce Lee convincingly, so they were going to do him as CGI. Oh boy! Well, just get the hologram in there. Yeah. That's uh, Scott Atkins as the white guy, bad guy. Oh! I can't wait to see this movie. I'm gonna go. Yeah. This movie is like a fuck you to the family. It's like you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm going to see the Kung Fu Saga uh, playing Christmas Day. And that's probably at my favorite theater at the Four Star, Donnie Yen. No, I don't think this is going to be a bomb, and that's why they released it on Christmas Day but I also can't see it it's niche there's been three others obviously and there's also been a side series called like Master Z or something like that where yeah it's like, it was a spin off yeah there was teacher there was a character in If 2 who got his own spin off so I don't think this movie lost money and I just think they're releasing it Christmas Day in America 
There we go. It's December 25th. We're proud this movie's on December 25th. The Woman in the Window. Uh, no thanks, I'll pass. Never, rarely, yeah, sometimes, always. Uh, too long. All right, so that's, that's the end of that trailer. So we're gonna. Yeah. I'm going to wait till it gets to... So go ahead and pause the next trailer. And uh, Carl, would you like to do the honors? Yes, this is just mercy, and I do believe oh, it why? was one of those give ones yeah. to catch the Oscar nominations. All right. Again? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to say three, two, one, go. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Tell me everything that happened. Well, I went to the movie theater. I said one ticket for Just Mercy. Death row. I wasn't expecting to meet now, do you think he's just saying, eh, Just Mercy? Or do you think he's saying, like Justice? Like Justice Mercy. Yeah, I think it's just ladder. The ladder just. Now, this is a true story of Walter McMillan. Uh, Vince, uh, um, accused of murder. Yeah. And he didn't do it. Oh, what a bummer. Yeah. And of course, it's Jamie Foxx and yes. it's Apollo Creed's son. Oh, yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, and Brie Larson, no less. Well, Michael B. Jordan's great. He was great in uh, Black Panther. He was great in Creed. I saw Fruitvale Station, even though it's tough to watch. Uh, being a bar rider myself, but he—he's a fantastic actor. I mean, uh, I'll see this movie eventually. I did. Also in this is that Oh Brother Where Art Thou guy Who's always the optimist Oh is it like Tim Nelson Blake Or Tim Blake Nelson Yeah Right Yeah there he is Yeah 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 yeah. He's in everything You feel like Oh that guy is like In one movie But he's been in like One movies every couple years You know He keeps working Yeah I mean he's smart He's like My time of fame is right now You know my time as a working actor Is right now So I'm gonna work Right It's going away have you seen them in Colossal, where this woman controls a, a like robot monster? Maybe. It's good. He he plays. They're all alcoholics. It's a joke. Every time she gets drunk, she starts destroying things in Korea. Wow, that is just justice. No. Just nice. This is just nice. No, no, no. Just mercy. Yeah, just mercy, Marku. This is about. Yeah, we. I'll go see this movie. We all need mercy. Just mercy. I got my truth back. You gave that to me. It ain't nobody gonna take that from us. We are not. Jamie seeing... Fox is getting older. I know he has a very middle-aged built-in that. Okay, hang on. We're gonna hit pause, and I believe my friend Ira is at the door. So. Uh, why don't you keep talking, okay. Carl? Okay. So far, we have seen uh, Godfather Part Three, and that was a train wreck. Little Women, Lady Bird, which is coming out uh, on Christmas Day, and that's probably to catch the awards. Ip Man Four, which is coming out Christmas Day, and I don't know if it's for the awards, but the film doesn't suck. And we just saw Just Mercy, which is um, another one that's probably to catch the tail end of the Academy Awards. And um, I don't know. Apollo Creed, was it that great a film? Michael seems to think yes. And uh, Black Panther, 
was maybe a little insulting. <laughs> but uh, because I'm not African-American, I guess I can't really weigh in on that. But I thought it was great. And, oh, I think I hear Ira in the background. Uh-huh. Yep, that's definitely Ira. Eagleman's getting closer. Hi, Carl. I'm back. I'm here with Ira. Uh, hello. Welcome to the show. Cool. I just got to make sure. Oh, actually, I had the other one. Clearly named after an investment retirement account. On this one. See if it works. Okay, hang on. What do you mean? Named after the Irish Liberation Army. Wait, yeah. Irish Republican Army? Is that what it was? Hi, Carl. Hi. All right, so uh, Ira is here. Welcome. Uh, you just lit, uh, that's mine, don't worry about it. Uh, and we are back, and I'm very excited to, uh, you, oh, you want to do that, Mike? All right, let's do that. Well, well does it work? Oh, it does There work. you go. Hello. So Ira, I want you to introduce, uh, introduce yourself to the audience and, let, and remind them who you are if they haven't heard you in the last couple of weeks. A uh, couple last of 51. weeks, the last year. Last um, year, yeah. I'm, I'm Ira, and uh, uh, used to do Bad Movie Night with Mr. Mike Spiegelman right Yeah, here. Sunday night at the Dark Room. Um, and now my main claim to fame in this town is uh, playing Walter Sobchak every year. Walter Sobchak every year? Every year. This will in... be the fifth anniversary playing uh, Walter Sobchak with the body cast at the Victoria Theater Friday, uh, January 31st. Is this, uh, this is a big Lebowski... Yes, if you did not realize who Walter Sobchak That's, is. Uh, it so, is a big Lebowski, uh, uh, like Rocky Horror style, uh, uh, playing along in front of the screen as the movie goes. And you play John Goodman. I, I, I play the character played, played oh, by John yes, Goodman. Excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. How rude Acting. of me. Shomer Shabbos. And it is on Shabbos this year, so I'm really going to be <laughs> belting that line out. <laughs> All right. So I hope all you Big Lebowski fans are excited. I get excited. you, though. Dude, you want it, though? I get you, though. <laughs> there are ways, dude. You don't want to know. Believe me. I get you tow by 3 o'clock this afternoon with nail polish. Fucking amateurs. <clears throat> How that became I a cult I believe movie. the Supreme Court has violently rejected prior <laughs> Don't go away, dude. This thing draws all of us, dude. All right, well, uh, that's been our show. Thank you very much, Chris. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. All right, so let's uh, rig up the uh, We've gone from uh, Big Lebowski to our next movie, uh, number five on our list. Uh, it's 1917, and it's from 2020, uh, 2019. Here we go. Oh, wait. wait. Ready? You didn't count it down, did you? I've got to get down now. Three, okay. two, one, go. Okay, this is Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumber. Uh, who's recently blown up. Blandersnatch. 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 I saw him in, um, I saw him in Dr. Strange, and he has a great, great American accent, and I wish you would please consider just switching to being an American. Just, just because he sounds better. He does sound better, I believe. Dr. Strange is the one where he takes an infinity stone, like this white guy grabs a stone, and suddenly he's invincible. He's like, I'm a superhero. Yeah, it's so strange. Mm. <clears throat> so here we've got two British soldiers, of course it's World War One, and they've been given a mission because they've learned that this attack is really an ambush, they're going to get trapped, and so they send them to warn, don't attack tomorrow, it's an ambush, but it's personal because uh, Benedict's brother 
that character he plays, his brother is in the uh, the uh, the army that's going to be ambushed. All right. So much like Jaws 4, this time it's personal. <laughs> much that's, like Jaws 4. That took place in the trenches too, right? That's when the shark was in the... Took the oh, shark Mike, six the, weeks the to go. Mike, please, the character that the shark played. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce. Listen, Bruce is an actor, and he was playing Jaws in the he Jaws. Was, he was playing Shark. Shark. I think this is probably going to be okay. I think it's going to be a little fantastical. Like, you see how he just jumped off a waterfall. I'd let you know where that was in France. I can't think but, of anything uh, more depressing. Well, I take that back. World War II is just as depressing. But yeah. World War One is the fucking depressing. It's a depressing war. Yeah, the sequel was yeah. pretty bad. The sequel was just as <laughs> was bad. Yeah. Lasted two and a half hours. There's a comedian who does that. He says, what if they had named World War One World War One first? You know, not the Great War. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Oh, there's a sequel coming up. Look, look how this it's thing. bigger and better and it's amazing. This it ends with a huge bang. Well, too. He keeps running. He doesn't, doesn't get hit. This guy's pretty good. Yeah. 917. He's, 1917, the area code, the he's movie. Kind of like Gallipoli, except he gets hit. <laughs> or doesn't get hit, I should say. But that's oh. a New York area code, 917. That looks like it's is limited. It so it's, it's so coming out Christmas Day, but they're going wide this, uh, January 10th. So that's one of our exceptions, I guess. But that's okay, available pausing. this week. I'm waiting for it to pop up. I'm hoping it. Oh, all right. Oh. Hit pause. All right, we're on uh, number six, uh, 32, and uh, we're going to count down in three, two, one, go. Let the beat drop. Now, this is Will Smith. This is Spies in Disguise. Oh, that rhymes, Carl. Oh, (laughs) how clever. That must really suck. Now, this is loosely based on an animated film in 2009 called Pigeon Impossible. Uh, there's uh-huh. this guy who makes gadgets, right? Right. So he's going to make a gadget for Will Smith that's going to turn him into a pigeon. Uh-huh. And then what happens? Then it gets stuck, and he can't get out of being a pigeon. Oh, so man. He has to do the whole mission. Which drives his uh, prostitutes crazy. <laughs> and he keeps getting stuck at statues. Yeah. Right. <laughs> does he say, oh, poop? Or does he say, uh... Probably. Does, does he speak in pigeon? Which is now, this film already came out on December five, actually, at the El Capitan Theater. Oh, on uh, Hollywood be, Boulevard. Right. Yeah. But it'll be theatrically released Christmas Day. Oh, they made a fly reference there. With I think the, that's there he the is. font. Yeah. <laughs> what? He's a blue. Oh, it's uh, Will Smith as another blue creature. He was a blue uh, Aladdin. That's true. And now he's a blue pigeon. Yeah. Spy in disguise. He was blue Aladdin and Aladdin. He's he's clearly a fall color. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's been... this is called um, biodynamic concealment and he's stuck. So he's gotta do the mission as this as a the most annoying bird ever. Look, he's got a little tuxedo on him. Well it's a bow tie. Oh wow. That was neat how they did the left eye and the right eye. Oh DJ Khaled's now, in this? You know, Does he say DJ Khaled? He must be. He must. He must throw that in somewhere. Will Smith is a real crime shame because he could have been. He is huge. He is. He, he was, and he is. He's miscalculated. He's done lots of 
I'm a real star mistake. No, mm-hmm. well, first off, he uh, he was considered Mr. Fourth of July, especially the Independence Day, and then it kind of went awry when uh, Wild Wild West came. But also Christmas movies too. He's done a lot of <laughs> movies that came out on Christmas Day. Concussion. Yeah. Uh, this one. Yeah. So like. I'm not worried about Will Smith. I'm glad he's still making movies. The Suicide Squad was horrible, but it was so great to see him in it. And, and I do love concussion. And apparently, his last film was uh, where he had like a young, his young self, computer yes. generated uh, Gemini man. Yeah, big flop. Not do well. No, it's uh, well a lot of floppy movies this year. Hmm. So, Mike, who who don't you like? I mean, you 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 you. Anytime I say like this guy's not good, oh, I say, love oh. to his event. I don't who, know. Who, who, he doesn't want to get on anyone's you, bad side. Yeah. That's, that's not, that's not the, I want 1989 Mike Spiegelman. I want oh yeah, young Mike Spiegelman, dumb, dumb white Mike Spiegelman. That's Mike Spiegelman. White guy, stupid. All right. Well, you next. You know who I don't like? Pick Lebowski. Anyway, your next movie. Oh. <laughs> your next one is number seven. Uh, it is a little green preview, and uh, we're gonna go count it down to three, two, one. And then we're go. gonna fight. We're gonna fight. <laughs> it's a great movie, but I still think Burn After Opening should have, should have been the cold movie. That's all. Mm. Now, this is um, a World War II. We were just in World War One with Wonder Woman, and now in World War Two with Captain America. Hmm. Well, it's He's like it's a group of childhood friends, and their lives are if I can find profoundly impacted, of course, by World War II, and that's right. what this is all about. Yeah. And Clive Owens is in it. Oh, they're Jewish, Hey, eh? They're putting a Jewish movie on Christmas Day. Oh, dear. Get to read the Talmud. Like, I, I just want to see a movie where they read... Can I just see one movie Christmas Day where they read the Talmud? <laughs> Like, that's all I ask. I mean, come on. Give me a kid. There must be something for me. You got an Omain for me. Finally, a film for me. Omain. Oh, the Hamsa is from the Talmud. This comes with free Chinese food. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is what, I mean, Jews Christmas Day are like, I don't want to see anything small to you. I want something Jewish and get to the point. <laughs> Which is why yeah, meant- so there's lots of flashbacks <laughs> in this, like us as kids, us as grown ups dealing with World War II. So this is the Holocaust on Christmas Day movie. I'll keep an eye out. Well, I mean, you can always go home and keep it light with season three of Mrs. Maisel. Oh, right, yeah, that's true. You don't have to go out and see your Holocaust movie on Christmas Day. You got Mrs. <laughs> Maisel at home. Oh. Season three dropped. Indeed, it was quite good. It's gonna take me a while to watch all those streaming shows. Who, Tim Roth? Yeah. Timothy, at this point. Not the first time he's played a Jew either. Yeah, that's right. Little Odessa. Or correctly, he was uh, a Jew in that one as well. Little, for 1989, Little Odessa. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going shit. back, man. I'm digging in the. <laughs> I'm digging in the cracks. Also, in uh, Pulp Fiction, when he went to pay for the diner food. <laughs> no, no, it was uh, Reservoir Dogs. Oh, Reservoir Dogs. And yeah. actually, he makes fun of the, the, the liquor store guy. He calls him a Jew, right? Uh, Irving. So, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Pulp Fiction. No, it was Pulp Fiction. Oh, Reservoir Dogs. I don't tip. Actually, that was Buscemi. Buscemi was Buscemi. That was the other tip. All right, here we go. So th- that was really good. So that film was called Just Ice 2? No, that was Just Mercy 2. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that that film is called Song of Names, and it's about a violin player who has disappeared uh, during the Holocaust. Oh, well, sounds good. I think I'd rather see that than anything than deal with Christmas. You, let's, okay. you Christians have fun with your Christmas. I'm going to go see a nice Jewish picture. Nice uplifting you film know, after Star Wars, apparently. Yeah. You call me you Christians. I mean, like, you know, I got born. They said, I mean, 
The last time I was in church, I think, was Easter. I'm not exactly... <laughs> but you're still goyim. That's what the point is. Yeah, there's two I kinds of Christians. That's true. <laughs> two types of Christians. There's you Christians and you Christians. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, so our next one is called What She Said, The Art of Holding Kale, speaking of cool Jews. Yeah. And this is number eight on our playlist. Do you want to do the countdown for us, sir? Shall I? Okay. Yeah. Three, two, one, go. Who else is good? Now, yeah, she's... Kale. Yeah. She's never said a good thing about me yet. But you like her. Dirty old broad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Serious Terry. I love Serious Terry. Yeah. This is a much-hated film reviewer. It's I a documentary. Voice, and, I, and I related and to her voice, even when I disagreed with her. We grew up reading. I know who Polly Kale is. Oh, Quentin Tarantino in another documentary about film? They should ban him from these films. She turned the movie review. They should, but... Polly Kale's great. She has a collection of... You could go to the library and get a collection of her reviews in a bunch of books. They compile them, and they're just fun to read. Have sent people to bed for two weeks. Pretty sharp time. The thing is, I just oh, often disagreed with awesome her, way. like films that I thought were really quite good. Right. Uh, she seemed to just not like them just because they didn't, you know, she didn't like them. But if, if um, she praised your film, you knew you were doing your job. You had the script right, you know, it was directed well. Um, yeah. Now, the thing is that she, she wrote for The New Yorker. And she brought readership. Uh, people would buy the New Yorker just to catch a review of something. And so that's why she commanded such... One of the things about the New Yorker is that they would have in the about, uh, about town or whatever it's called a little opening yeah. section. They'll have a little film uh, review of the films that are coming out that week, or and a lot of times they'll include like Film Forum or some or whatever still exists there of uh, uh, retrospective movies, and they would use the original Pauline Kael review uh, in that week's issue. So if they're showing a film that she reviewed in the 70s and it's playing in a qualified critic in the world. She cares about film and those that are involved in it. Serious Jerry. I'm serious (laughs) Jerry. Carl, Carl, I'm serious as a period Jerry Lewis. Mm -hmm. And Pauline Kale, she's a crazy broad, but I'm serious. You and I have discussed before, I really appreciate it. I mean, he was a (laughs) funny, funny guy. And when he got older, he decided that he would flip to being a dramatic jerk. He was always a dramatic jerk. I love Jerry. Yeah. Mm. There used to be these video cassettes called Super Jerry, where there would just be segments of him on talk shows throughout the decades. And, uh, of course, the the telethons. And he goes through a range of emotions. And he's a prick. All right, your next film coming up, number nine on our list. Uh, I'll do the countdown. And we have it pause. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. What do those girls do over there all day? Here we have yet another Little Women. This is Little Women from 1994, which, like the Little Women of this year, came out on Christmas Day. And that's Wyona Ryder being Emily. Yeah, this one looks pretty good. I don't know why I never saw this one. Oh, I never saw Little Men. Claire Danes is in it, Christian Bale, Eric Stoltz, Susan Sarandon, Kirsten Dunst. It's, I wouldn't say star-studded for 1994. That's but pretty star-studded. Uh, future yeah. star-studded. Some of them yeah. Became big after, but yeah. And some people star were waning at that point. Which, now, this is the fifth film 
of Little Women that was made by this point. Um, this this guy's like, morning. all your favorite Little Women are in the Little Women. Joe, Amy. <laughs> Yeah, I hope Debbie's a Miss Debbie. Yeah. Donatello, Leonardo. <laughs> so there was uh, 1917, 1918, 1933, 1949, and this one and 2019. Those are our little women uh, that have hit the screen. Huh. Well, I have to catch up and watch it. I have to read the book, too. You never read Little Women? You read Little Women? Of course. <laughs> I read so many of the Bronte. Uh, Listen, are you that's trying why to... I know Charlotte sucks. Oh yeah. Hey, are you trying to pick oh, me up? Yeah. My boyfriend also read Little Women. Did I mention my boyfriend? <laughs> I just want to bring up my boyfriend. Since why you've been talking you keep to me. Why that you have a boyfriend, darling? What's the man got to do with me? <laughs> I got a man. I got a man. You got a man. My man buys me things and takes me out. <laughs> I think uh, younger people won't get that. Uh, I think younger people are grateful for that. So oh, this, young this Christian Bale so, with this film. This movie's so Christmassy too. Like you could just swap out the narration to this Hallmark Channel presents a special Christmas <laughs> with five little young women. Oh, that's Look at him. He looks like he just took the heroin from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. He was in the bathroom. Yeah. This is really good shit. Blah, blah, blah. Trini Alvarado, Samantha Mathis, Kirsten Dunst, Claire Dunst, <laughs> and Susan Sarandon. Kristen Dunst. All your favorite little women are in Little Women. What do they say? Like, hey, uh, preschool, can you hang on a sec? Kristen, come over here. We got to shoot the scene. Okay, here she is. She's back. God, she's young now. Oh, Gillian Anderson directed that. Hmm. Pause. All right, pause. Wow. All right, our next film. Get ready. We're going to watch it in three, two, one, go. And this is a PG rating. This is not Christian Bale, but it is Batman. Oh, Batman, Val Kilmer? Oh, it's. It's the first time Warner animated. So there was the animated series on Fox TV, and that was doing well. So they said, well, why don't we just make it a movie? And it didn't do well. But this is a cult film. I mean, not Big Lebowski cult, but I know people love this movie. This is a movie, like, people always talk about it in high regards. And I do remember it coming out in theaters. And it felt like a cheap uh, Mark TV. Mark Hamill's in it. Yeah, I know. That's, mm. part of, that's part of the mystique of this. The Mark Hamill voice Check Joker. Check this out. Abe Vigoda is in it. No. He plays the fish. <laughs> he plays the fish. You know how and they also could... Stacey Keach. Yeah, I'm sure you know him from Smoke and Night Dream. The animated movie. You'll never forget. This one's for the kids. Your parents <laughs> gave you 30 bucks to leave fucking Christmas and leave them alone. Go see I don't think this one was to catch the Academy Awards, but this next one definitely was. All right, so this next is number was, 11. Uh, more Christian Bale. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, so this one I think we did in a previous year, but my playlist, it got deleted, so I just decided that this one in. Some of the films that we've, you, we might have done in previous years, it's only because they got off my previous playlist, so I added it for posterity. Anyway, ready? Three, two, one, go. For your consideration. 
Serious Warner Brothers Spielberg presents. Film. Speaking of Christian Bale. Oh, yeah, this is his big little boy yeah, film. He's like 12 years Spielberg old. Spielberg loves uh, World War II planes. And that's part of the reason this was made. His favorite film as a kid was The Bridge Over the River Kwai. So, uh, you know, Japanese what a weird kid. War <laughs> he thought it was a comedy, hence 1941. I get 1917 mixed up with 1941. Is that my problem? Uh, that probably, yeah. When you can confuse the original with the sequel, it's bad. This is based on a J.G. Ballard uh, novel. Iris, are you a fan of uh, J.G. Ballard Uh, and Crash and all that shit? I have not. I I have no opinion. I I don't. You didn't read about him in research? Not read, no. You didn't read about him in research magazines? No, can't say. (laughs) Sorry, V. Yeah, right, V. Bell. V. Bell. V. Bell interviewed this guy. Now, 4,000 children. Uh, were auditioned for this role and then Amy, Amy Irving just whispered in Steven Spielberg's ear how about Christian Bale Bale did a television movie with him and he oh, got Steven, the part Steven I got a Bale what <laughs> Christian Bale it's 4,000 kids this is too much get a Bale you're right oh John Malkovich too John Malkovich is in the yep and Steven Spielberg loved it, but considered it a box office flop, even though it made $66 million. J.G. Ballard also made, uh, had another one of his novels made into a movie, Crash, the uh-huh. da- uh, David Cronenberg David movie. David Cronenberg, yeah, the uh, erotic uh, car yeah. crash. Thriller. Yeah, people get off on car crashes. James Spader, and, yeah. All right, so... Uh, and we're, Holly Hunter. Yeah, Holly Hunter, do you remember that? Right. So those are his we'll novels. in our next trailer. Oh, well, let's get it going. This is number 12. Not this one, then one after. All right, well, here we're on the second 12th one. In three, two, one, go. Following preview has been a fuck it. Doesn't matter. It's a green. So I think we did this one previously, but this is another literary adaption. Rudyard Kipling. Now, this is Jungle Book. Of course, we know Rudyard Kipling. Of course, I read that. Did you read it, Mike? Yes, I, I read the Catania. It says pickled herring, uh, Kipling. Uh, ingredients. <laughs> Kipling. Now, Water. they had to train. They had uh, trained wolves, trained bears, trained um, black panthers. Wow. Hmm. I don't know. That uh, Bengal tiger who was trained? I don't know. So these are... Uh, these are million bucks. This movie came out before animals were CGI and sang songs. Yeah, that's right. Oh, kiss the jungle boy. Now I am a jungle man. Today I am a jungle now. man. <laughs> I was at Jungle Boy's bar mitzvah. <laughs> Today I am a jungle man. <laughs> well, another person jumping down a waterfall today. That must be movie entertainment or something. It keeps showing us that. Oh, yeah. shit, our tea barrels are on fire. Are they showing the whole movie? They're spoiling the book for me. Oh, here comes the wolf pack. Now, I remember seeing 1964's movie um, on Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Disney Weekly Show. Uh, right. After Jungle Kingdom. And that was... Um, it was called Jungle Book, right? But it was a cartoon and it was super silly. Yeah. Well, there was a Jungle Book movie where they were the king of the jungle. Oh, Carrie, I 
And then there was a Netflix, right? Jungle Book that Andy Sedaris directed, where uh, or it just kind of got dumped in Netflix. Well, there you go, Robert Kivlings. Not to be confused with Mike Spiegel, oh, with Robert uh, with Harvey Keitel, Kurtzman's The Jungle Book. I'd, I'd watch the hell out of Harvey Keitel's Jungle Book. But oh, yeah, the, Harvey Kurtzman, I'm thinking of Mad Magazine. He wrote a book called The Jungle Book. <clears throat> well, that was okay, another pause. literary. Hit pause. We're on the 13th one. Ready? In three, two, one, go. Ready, BTR, one. Now, this was a good film, I thought. All right, and the message, ready? Broadcast news, yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're going to George. Now, last year, uh, the film was selected for preservation by the United States National Film Registry in the Library of Congress because it was culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. Yes, President Trump calls it fake news. <laughs> fake broadcast news. More That's like fake broadcast news. Mm-hmm. President now, Trump. Joan Kozak is in this. I know you're a big fan of her. Uh, yes, I am. Joan Cusack and Holly Hunter. And William Well, this was actually written, written for Deborah Winger. Uh-huh. Um, who worked with James Brooks and uh, the director in terms of endearment, but she became pregnant. Oh, no. And they replaced her with Holly Hunter. She's so short. And the doctors know what causes that nowadays. Well, yeah, now you just cover it up. So it could have been prevented, yeah. pregnancy. Uh, James <laughs> Brooks grew up in North Bergen, New Jersey. Yay for us! <laughs> Yay, Jersey people. Yeah. This is I, I saw this in the theater, I think. Really? Yeah, I did. I did see it in the theater. I, think I, was, a, I was a bit young to see this in the theater. I, I went to... I, he was all nervous for... Uh, oh, when he was... He was all a, nervous because he was going on there. Yeah. yeah, he was a sweaty mess. That's like me doing six minutes of stand-up. Can you do ten minutes? Yeah, no problem. Six <laughs> minutes. And everyone's like, hey, you look like Albert Brooks from uh, Broadcast News. <laughs> Richard Hurt doesn't like strangers coming up to him and saying, you were great in blank. He doesn't like people. That's why I said Wilbert Hurts. Wilbert Hurts. Hey, Wilbert. Yes, he didn't go for the Jewish kid. Went for the goy. Look, now they have a different font. William Hurt was huge in his day. Yeah, people were hurting for that. Hurting for the hurt. Yeah, he was an accidental tourist, and this movie—it was a great career. Well, he was in so much more. He was in Altered State. Altered State, yeah, big doctor, and they say this will hurt. Altered States is one of the Christmas Day movies we did previously. All right, so number fourteen coming up. Uh, You want to do the countdown, Carl? Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, It's round three, round two, round one, round go. Is this the boxing song? All right. Oh, that's cool. Now I was I was panning real Smith, but I have to admit he did what he was supposed to do in this film. He really Whoa. became Muhammad Ali and took a lot of research on his part. Yeah. So this movie, I, I think they re- released it literally before Christmas, but it was a Christmas Day wide release. Ali with with Will Smith again, another Christmas yeah. Day movie with 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 Will Smith. He still acts. He's not like Bruce Willis where he's just given up acting and just shows up in no, movies. No, he is acting. He is. And he won a nomination. Well, he got a nomination for Best Actor in this. Yeah. Did the movie win Best uh, Picture? 
No, no, no. Uh, it was just two nominations only. John Voight and Will Smith. Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor. And that's it. They didn't win. So this, this is about 10 years of Ali's life. Uh, from when he beat Sonny Liston and becomes Muhammad Ali all the way to the rumble, rumble in the jungle in 74. Um, and this is a good example of an Academy Award grabbing movie that comes out before the nominations wide and then gets yeah. the nominations and then re-releases it or opens wider saying, you know, now nominated for a hundred million Academy Awards. Yes. And then you say, I don't want to watch it. It seems like two and a half hours of like, you know, Academy Award bait. But it looks good. I mean, I, I've seen it before. It's good. It's good. Yeah, he really did a good job portraying Ali. He really did. And yeah. he gained a lot of space for the film. Um, you can go to Sweden. Everybody knows the You know, I. Oh, Howard Cassell. Was that the real Cassell? Yeah. One time he took uh, Howard's wig off on TV. I don't know if you've ever seen that clip. Uh, no. See, I heard all about it, but back in the day, as you know, we couldn't stream something or rewind something. If you missed it, you missed it. And that was big talk in school the next day. <laughs> That's and true. It's always the next day at school. It wasn't like a YouTube moment that gets... Uh, right. Know. It went viral by word of mouth. Like herpes. He fought at Superman. <laughs> <laughs> yes, by word of mouth. I was just saying, do you remember when Muhammad Ali fought Superman in Superman versus Muhammad Ali limited comic series in the 70s? I did not see it, that. It was a tie. Mm. It's when the, they fought and all the people around the ring were caricatures of the writers and uh, uh, colorists of the uh, comic book. All right, so we are on number 15. Okay, Until the End of the World. Now, this is another William uh, right. Hurt. So. Which I've seen in the theater. Did you see Vendors Until the End of the World in the theater? Um, oh, I saw the uh, his original, the German, uh, the, the angel falling. Uh, oh, Wings of Desire. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then Far Away So Close. The, yeah, the sequel. And the, the, well, he did a couple of films after... Columbo playing himself. Yeah, twice. Yep. Even the sequel. So he did a couple of weird movies in the 90s that were just, I went to see, and his films were pompous. So anyway, here we go. Three, <laughs> two, one, go. This is see, in the future, we're the future... And we go to the future until the end of the world. Well, there's this satellite orbiting, and it's clear that it's going to fall to Earth. And when it does, there's going to be catastrophic problems. And so that launches, like, uh, lots of panic, lots of uh, traffic jams. And this woman takes a detour uh, through a desert road, and then it just gets crazy. It's a German film director, and... He shot the first film, first time he cut this film, it was 20 hours long. I'm not kidding. 20 <laughs> hours long. Again, I saw this in the theater. I, I believe you. <laughs> well, the guy's name was Wenger, and he referred to his theater releases as the Reader's Digest version of my film. So this is like, this is a Y2K movie. Like, at the millennium, this is what's going to happen. The future is yeah, going to be... Yeah, the guy makes a device that lets nine people... See, it records you seeing and it records you dreaming. 
and then you, a blind person puts it on, and they can see what you dreamt or saw. Which is also, what was that movie, Strange Days, with uh, Kath, the Kathy Bigelow movie? Where, right. Yeah, that yeah. was a great yeah, that's and a also really... a, a brainstorm, a Douglas Trumbull's film with uh, yeah. Christopher Walken and yeah. uh, Natalie Wood's last movie because she died in the midst of it. That's right. Yeah, that's <clears> a trippy. <throat> uh, that's kind of like an altered states kind of trippy film. Exactly. Yeah, but that was more states. So, so I seen this film. He goes to a party in the Talking Heads video. It's all original mm-hmm. music, by the way. All his friends, Bono, they all release what the soundtrack to this movie is supposed to be. What the music. Of the of the millennial is going to sound like when Y two K hits. Right. We're going to be listening to this David Byrne song, and uh, he got his friends because he's the Buena Vista Social Club director. He has musical tentacles, and so the soundtrack is impeccable, and everything looks like a Benetton ad. I mean, that was my biggest complaint. <laughs> I, I make that reference because I saw this in like 1990, but it you know it's it's the future, and uh, see how future everything looks. And then the satellite comes, and then everyone goes offline, and it's beautiful. Hmm. Even this trailer, like, there's still 30 more seconds. I wrote this song for the soundtrack! (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Only available on Varese Sarabond Records. Listen, if that movie pops up on YouTube, it'll be on our show. I was such a fucking dog, and... I don't know. I mean, I've seen a lot of his films. I saw mm-hmm. his trilogy, his uh, Alice in the City films. I've seen the one where they're on an island with Sam Fuller waiting for financing. That one was pretty... They had an Apple IIe, and it was just pretty bad. All right, Movie Clips. All right, thank you. Thank you for putting right, the trailer. Thank you, MovieClips.com. Anything else you want to... Oh, you got a little logo. That's okay, when you... we keep on bumping into um, Will Smith and... Christian Bale, yeah. but we also keep bumping into Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> oh, this is nice. So I, I should mention that it's so great watching trailers on YouTube because not only do they add like 30 seconds of the promo of their own website who's hosting it, yeah. but they put in an ad for the, before you get to watch the movie ad. So, all right. Our next one is number 16 on our list. That we're, we're more than halfway through. Our, huh? Huh? All right. Okay. And uh, we're going to cut out at three, two, one. Go. Now this feels recent, but it was uh, five years ago. It's uh, the imitation game. Yeah, and this one was interesting because I felt it was doing that Oscar award thing where it was uh, uh, being released limited on Christmas Day, but this was a wide release on Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. that's right. This was a wide release on Christmas Day, and they didn't consider it to be a dog. They were dumping. So, well, this is prestige. I mean, the, he's gay. This movie, right? about Hollywood yes. that yeah. you don't do that, but they did it. Turning gay, and that's the reason why they made a movie because it was really fucked up how England treated him. Well, it was just that he was gay. He was also this like weird genius. <clears throat> yeah, he was the couldn't get along with anyone. He was a cumbersome. Six minutes to complete the task. Is it even possible? So he was, uh, he did a autobiography, autobi- I don't know. He wrote a book about him, his own, that's the whole thing, just like you said. He would have been considered a genius who saved a lot of lives, but he was gay, so they uh, treated him like crap. Yeah, I mean, he was, uh, I believe he was forced to go through chemical castration. Every day. Well, that's pretty extreme. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. But he created the first computer. 
if they do. And now the Weinstein Company wound presents. up committing suicide. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yep. That sucks. Yep. I didn't even know chemicals had dicks. <laughs> only, only the best one. Yeah. So this did a lot of uh, premiering at film festivals and won a lot of awards and such. And it was theatrically released on the 28th of November. Oh, all right. Uh, but then it was, it went on to be released on Christmas Day worldwide. Um, it's general belief. Okay, I'm just to, yeah, so that's kind of tricky when I've been compiling this list. Do I put the ones that play limitedly? Because if so, it would be like Murphy's Romance and a lot more Weinstein movies, to be honest with you. Um, well, you know, it's released nationwide on Christmas Day. I think that counts. Yeah. You know? <laughs> if we run out of movies, I'll do one episode of the limited openings. The Imitation Game. Hmm. Oh, so that must be uh, So Sorry, which is, this is an imitation of the game, sorry. All right, so here we go. Pause. Uh, pause. Laugh at that last joke I made. All right, here we go. In three, this is number 17 on the list. Two, one, go. Okay, so this is Peter's Friends, 1992. And mm -hmm. as, as soon as I say I don't like Rita Rudner, you'll go, oh, she's great! Well, this so, movie, she's this totally known by her fans for this movie. She wrote this with another person I don't know named Martin Bergman. Is that a... No. You know Martin Bergman? Okay, so just just because we're Jews doesn't mean we know every other Jew. Yeah, just, just we know Rita really Rudner. Let's leave it there. <laughs> Kevin Bryan. So um, this is six friends who were part of this, this acting troupe, a comedy troupe at Cambridge University in 82. Uh -huh. And it's like a reunion. It's like a mm. 10 years later reunion. I went to a reunion for my high school, my college sketch comedy group. It was nothing like this. For Boris's uh -huh. Kitchen, we had a 13th bar mitzvah uh, anniversary. Apparently, Rita is naked under her clothes. Oh, well, I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, my God, me too. Peter's friends. So they've all changed. Uh, they've all changed and like kind of crazy that Peter has a huge secret. Okay, the next one. Okay, did you pause? Yeah. Okay. Shall I count it down? Yeah. Ira hasn't counted one down. Oh. All right, Ira. Do what you do. Ira is watching this on his phone as well. Yeah, I've, so. I've got I've got it going on my phone right now, so I can actually participate. So uh, let's do this. All right, three, two, one, go. Okay, now I get the ugly kids. And the remake was okay and everything, but this film is much better. The remake of Going in Style sucks. Going in Style. And this came out Christmas Day. This is like for the Jews. This is like, listen, Christmas, fuck it. Go, why'd you go see fucking Going in Style? Now it's Norton. Yeah, Art Carney. And God. That's right. Yeah, there's God. God. Suspect oh, God. Two. You know, I thought I was giving my wife an orgasm, Carl, but it winds up she's just a big fan of... Uh, uh, <laughs> of George Burns. Burns. George movie. Burns. Yeah, she's like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, book oh, two. God two. Oh, God, you devil. You devil. <laughs> the big broadcast oh, of 1928. <laughs> also known as Willie the Cabby Goodman, age 74. I get it. It's, it's, it's cute. They're old guys. No man here can't hide and rock. 
I've never seen this movie. I think I did once. You've never seen this film? You should. I will. Right, I will. Like, I'll look for it. He's like, I'm bored. It's the How old man bank robber yeah, movie. I think I remember this. That's not it. Let's start again. Well, it was remade by Zach Braff. Was it really? Yeah, and then with Alan Arkin, I believe. Okay, okay. It was okay. It was okay. Was it Alan Arkin in it? Yeah, first they tried to uh, knock off a, a grocery store to practice, and it didn't work out. This film is, this one is much better than the. Uh, it's all New York, too. Yeah. All right. Going in style with credits from your VHS preview channel. I want to see it again. Oh, well, I'm going to go see it. I'm going to look for it. Oh, there, I have to okay, pause. It just started. It just started. All right, I'm going to move it back. We are at number 19, and I've rolled it back to zero, zero. Let me, allow me. Three, two, one. Go. Do, 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 do. We were talking about Orion. Orion was for me was like Woody Allen movies only. Pretty much. Because it was oh, no, Because it was his managers that ran it. It's a little vague, Now we're seeing William Hurt one more time, believe it or not. Oh, this is the Woody Allen Again? movie too. This is Alice. I saw this in the theater. Is it lurid? Oh, you saw this in the theater? Yeah, I, I don't know what to think of it. It was a, the guy who plays uh, Charlie Chan's number one son, Luke King, or Key. Right. He's in this. He plays like the the Chinese guy who talks to, to Mia Farrow and changes her life. Or Key something. Luke, I guess. Yeah, Key Luke, yeah. Key Luke, excuse me. Wow, it's over already. Holy cow. I yeah. have all these notes about this film. Okay. Did you ever see it? No, no one cares. I was like one that just slipped through. Okay, gosh, we're at number 20. And uh, Ira, go ahead and do the countdown. All righty then. Three, two, one, go. Okay, catch me well, if you can. And you know it well. Help you. I'd like but the development of the film started in 1980, believe like it or not. Mm -hmm. Did you like this movie? I didn't dislike it, you know. Um, yeah. I, I, I was amused by this film. Yeah, I mean, I liked how he was watching TV on a doc, on a medical show and then he used it in the hospital and... Yeah, that was pretty jump cool. Seat, and I loved how he comes to him and goes, are these checks real or fake? And he goes, nah, you know, and he knew all that. <laughs> Nobody's chasing you, Frank. I, I think I like this film. Yeah, me too. It's like they have, they have, feel like they're having fun. And I have to say, Spielberg did a lot of Christmas Day releases. We've done Workhorse yeah. and uh, uh, this one as well. So <laughs> it's this one was pretty good because I, I, I've been thinking about it. I don't think I've seen that many Spielberg movies. I saw Play, Ready Player One. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it is weird. I haven't actually seen this yet. I've never seen. Uh, well, Catch here, uh, let me spoil Ready Player One for you. Oh no, I've seen that, but I haven't seen this. In the future, Catch kids think the 1980s are cool. Like the kids in the, you know, how the kids in the 90s thought the 40s was cool. Yeah. yeah oh yeah, remember that? Yeah, yeah, they were so into that. Well, in the future, they think the 80s is cool, and they quote movies like War Games. <laughs> Uh, and The Shining. So the original producers was going to be Norman Lear and Bud Yorkin. They saw Abigail, if I said his name right, interviewed on Johnny Carson, and they thought this would make a great movie. That was 1980. Oh, wow. Wow. It bounced around Hollywood, getting sold to Columbia, sold to these producers, and Spielberg's DreamWorks picked it up in 97, and they finally... Uh, 
They said, what the heck? They couldn't find a director, so Spielberg said, all right, I'll, I'll just do it. So for something that took so long. I've got my Saturdays free, I'll do it. Yeah. God, it's, but he, it's such A-list talent in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, for something that language that long, they, they really hit, like, Spielberg and Tom Hanks. Christopher and, Walken. Yeah. Wow. Um, there's a cameo by... Um, uh, the one who was married, who is or was married to Ben Affleck, uh, Jennifer Garner, mm. oh, cameoed her. They're still together. I was just at their house yesterday. We were uh, watching Four I, Christmases. Uh, is she, Saving uh, Christmas with Ben Man, Affleck. That, that is some really good weed you got there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was getting high with Ben Affleck watching Saving Christmas. All right. Uh, you ever notice how Jennifer Garner like got her father's chin? Who's her father? James, she's face. James Garner's son. Rock profile. Yeah, James Garner. Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Pepperbit? Wait, we're talking about Pepperbit, right? That's why she's famous, because if you watch her movie, she's like, I am acting. No, she's famous because in the movie Pepperbit, produced by Lucas uh, Besson, uh, her family got killed and she went and seek revenge. You ever saw it? Yeah, I remember that. And they're like, oh no, it's Pepperbit. Hey, listen, lady, don't do anything. <laughs> oh, Pepperbit got me. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, after that remark, uh, we are now on 21. I'll do the countdown. Three, two, one, go. It's always a pause of silence in these movies because you got to tell Now, this is a German film. It uh, uh, premiered at Cannes. Oh, I fucking love this movie. Oh, my God. This is a great film. This is a... Uh, well, it's a father who, like, basically starts screwing around with his daughter's life. Right. He pretends to be another person named, like, Tony Erdman or something like that. There, he puts uh, yeah, the fake teeth. right. Tony Erdman. So here he is, like, pretending. You know, she comes in with her business people. Yeah. And she's like, oh, shit, it's him. So she pretends he's not there. And he's, like, blinking at her and stuff. The director, a woman director, she, she, her father used to really do fake teeth and gag gifts and practice jokes, but she was also influenced by Tony Clifton. Right. Well, he looks like Tony Clifton in this movie. Mm. This is a three-hour German comedy that came out this decade, and it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. It has full frontal nudity, male and female, uh, and it's just... She has a career, and her dad just like it's a great dad movie. Like it's very pro dad. It, like, it looks like either a fuck at her. It looks like either a prequel or a sequel to The Room. But, well, uh, a lot of rooftop <laughs> shots. And yeah, his and, and he looks an awful like like Tommy uh, yeah. Tommy ten Wiseau. years later. Yeah, or ten years earlier. You never know with that guy. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Ten years I, earlier. I think he's aging backwards. He shows up in a bunch of stuff, too. Uh, I, oh, oh, yeah. Well, I hung out with him at the Clay uh, a couple months ago. Cause he, a couple he, months ago? Yeah, he comes out. He, every, about once a year, he comes out to do the room uh, at, the, at the Clay at the midnight. He's a weird little dude. Were you in character, or were you just there as a room I, fan? I was, I was there because the body cast sometimes volunteers helps out with the uh, oh, well, with stuff at the Clay. Yeah, That's not a bad thing to do. Yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting. I, by the way, I totally recommend this movie. If you haven't seen it, you must see it. Especially on Christmas Day. That would be a great three-and-a-half-hour yeah, way to waste uh, your day. Uh, all right. So I paused. Um, we're on number 22, Carl. Do you want to do the countdown? Um, I don't know the number. It should be Yellow Day. That, that is right. where we are. Yeah, Yellow Day. All right. This one looks all interesting. All right. I'm going to put this Tony Erdman in my Netflix queue. Okay. It's worth I'm it. I'm counting down to Yellow Day. It is. <laughs> 
I stand behind that movie. If you don't like it, then let's fight, okay? Because we're going to do that next week. But <laughs> bring it on. All right. Okay. Three, two, one. Fight! Are you ready? <laughs> let's fight. Get ready. Fight. Now, this is a God movie. Uh, it's a Christian movie. Yes, that's and right. it's about, like, summer camp. And it came out on Christmas. Just as God yeah, intended. Yeah, for a Christian film, is that really such a dog? No, I mean, well, it's appropriate because it takes what place six months the? into the future. Oh, like, so it's not Christmas season; it's it's summer camp season. So that's good. Summer camp season. That's right. It's right. summer movie coming out at Christmas. Well, look at all the Christmas stuff. You. It goes. Ernest uh, saves Christmas, and then he goes to summer camp. <laughs> and they mentioned that in The Simpsons with uh, uh, Troy McClure, who was like, "I'm a Christmas Eve, and Christmas Eve goes to summer camp, or something like that." It's should so you always we have saw months. that. Yeah. Uh, Ernest Saves Christmas. That was the one I chose. You picked Ernest Go- Saves Christmas. Mike. Yeah, that was really great. It's because <laughs> I suggested Biodome. We watched the movie Biodome. God. And Carl was really pissed off. And he's like, I'm picking the next movie. We're watching Ernest Saves Christmas. And I had to research that one. That was so bad. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And tell me stuff. I, I don't know if you know Ira, but my role is to like research the films. And his role is to be the audience. And we switched. Uh, sounds dangerous. Now a yellow card in, in soccer, I'm sorry, in hockey is uh no, international hockey is means like you you push someone while trying to kick the ball or you kick the shin or something like that, right? <laughs> the ball in hockey, yeah. Yeah, in <laughs> hockey. So, I mean, in football, in international football. What what the fuck? I think I think he tried to make a sports metaphor and went into a deep dark hole there. Yeah, I, I kind of lost track. Fell of what into a sport vortex. I was talking about. This looks like a good summer camp, and you go VR, yellow lay. <laughs> it does look like yellow lay. That would be the coming soon yellow lay film. Oh my god! There's people uh, with liver failure having sex on screen. Christmas Yellow Day, Lake. when I went to see uh, Spideyverse, I saw that in the theater. Christmas Day, I went myself, and there was a lot of few women there to see that Ruth Bader Ginsburg biopic. I wasn't lying; that was probably oh, the, uh, the RBG. Yeah, yeah, the RBG. notorious RBG. Well, they made a, a docudrama based on the kind of oh, the the uh, uh, something sex. Yeah, uh, the something about sex. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of women were there to see it. And I went to see Spider-Man. They had like some kind of Christian movie movie trailer right before Spideyverse. And it had this funny name like Cockblocker. And I laughed. <laughs> it wasn't Cockblocker, but it was something like this. Like, okay, let's, uh, I'm sorry. I, let's do this next film. And three, All right. two, one, go. This is Hurley Burley. And this is about a bunch of like Hollywood wannabes, you know. Yeah. They aren't like big time Hollywood. They're like small time Hollywood wanting to be big time. And it's just about how crazy they are. Well, this is based on the David Mamet play, Hurley Burley. Yes, it is. That's right. David Robbie. Uh, No, I'm no, you're. Oh, Chaz Palmer. David Robbie. Gary Shandling. Oh. Poor Gary. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that documentary about his life. It was pretty good. It's pretty good? Yeah. All right, I'll check it out. Now, look, I didn't know she was this old to be in a 98 film. Well, she plays a teenager in this movie. There's Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan, apparently incredibly high. (laughs) It's um, uh, pre-rhinoplasty. 
Oh, right. But this is also Kevin free computer fonts. Free scandals. This is so 90s. This is very pre Everything about yeah. this. I feel like I'm watching a CD-ROM of a video clip looking at this. It's so fucking 90s. <laughs> this is like cut like a bad Quentin Tarantino movie with the different fonts. <laughs> and the, Look at this. It's, his fucking it's totally hair. a quick time file is what this is. Yeah. They're tough guys. Even if you didn't know Kevin Spacey, you would know his hair was dyed. It just doesn't right. look natural. Oh, it doesn't at all. There. But it's a, it's a commentary on Los Angeles. You see the people with the artificiality and mm. the, uh, you know, man. Right? Am I right? Okay. That's I hate how fake right? Hollywood is. I'm David Mamet. I'm a New York guy. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at that lineup. Chaz, right? Chaz. Mm-hmm. Well, he's Chaz. Gary walks in the room. He's like, I'm, I'm doing a self-effacing humor. And Chaz is like, did you know I'm a stereotype? <laughs> you know how many movies Gary Shandling's been in? It's like anytime he was in a movie, especially in 1998, I was like, oh shit, I have to go see it now because he doesn't make movies. <laughs> well, when he does, they're interesting. Over oh, yeah. the Hedge. Where he was the voice of the hedgehog? I where was the, what was the one where he was the, the alien looking oh for the Oh my like god, I saw that in the theater. What planet is this from? Yeah. Where are you from? For the and vibrating oh, penis. Oh, that's right. Oh, I have to tell you I this. I enjoyed that. I have to tell you this story. The Thousand Van Ness, which is now closed as right. a movie house theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. It opened up in the 90s with much fanfare and a condo which still exists in a building of an old auto parts uh, sales shop on Van Ness. Right. And we went to see what planet are you, uh, uh, are you from? And it was so disparaging. And we get out and we hear the people saying, George Lucas, you're George Lucas. And they you hear the concession stand person say, I don't care if that's George Lucas. I think, and then we saw George Lucas walk into Angela's Ashes, directed by Elka Houston, right. and starring Hayden Christensen. And we said, that was George Lucas. It was him and a guy. So we, after seeing well, What Planet Are You From, walked into Angelica's ashes. <laughs> Following George Lucas. Yeah. And then we watched the entire movie. And then at the end, we got up and uh, his handler threw his uh, North uh, his uh, winter coat over uh, George Lucas and they ran out <laughs> of the Thousand Van Ness wow. movie house, which is now a four... Uh, 4K swivel chair uh, IMAX experience experience Rama theater. Oh, is that what's yeah, going on? With it? Yeah, yeah, okay. So I knew it well, just closed like abruptly, like early this year or whatever. Yeah, which yeah. is so insane because it was built in the '90s to last forever. Yeah, except they yeah. had some issues. Like uh, apparently they had a bed bug issue there. So, oh really? Yeah. Because there's yeah. a lot of theaters in that one. Yeah, it was yeah. it was one of those like vertical theaters, like a, like a Manhattan kind of vertical yeah. theater where you like you know oh you're up on the, like the 19th floor. You would take yeah. the escalator. You to take the those 19th. weird little escalators yeah. all the way up. Yeah, yeah. And then you go down an aisle and it's like the concession stand is a long line and there's six theaters off the side and bed bugs. And bed bugs. <laughs> yeah. All right, Carl. Sorry, we're talking about San Francisco movie. Yeah, houses. sure. No problem. Yeah. We right. sidetracked a bit. Well, we're on now. Oh, on... I love Frisco. Know all about Frisco. Let well, me tell you. What's your opinion about Ashbury? Well, I I like San Francisco, but right. I hate Ashbury. You hate Ashbury. All right. I just hate Ashbury. <laughs> well, no, I... seriously, I'm fondly. We're having rice tonight. Oh, you are. Mm-hmm. What are you? Sounds visit? like a treat. Yeah, sounds like San Francisco <laughs> bomb shelter treat. Your next movie is on the list of number twenty-four and three. Two, one, go. Now, this was definitely a turkey that they decided to dump on Christmas Day. It was released in France in August of 96. 
Uh, Ooh, look, he's fucking it premiered at the Cannes Film Festival in May, and they it came out in U.S. on the December 25th. It was clearly yeah, an art house film. I got to leave the house, and I'm tired of my family, and I want to see it. And I don't normally go to movies, but I have to get the fuck out of here. I'll see this. The Voyeurs. This is like a police officer who's like cynical, and he falls in love with a. He and this philosophy professor both fall in love with this petty criminal girl, and they have a series of flashbacks and four different perspectives of each one who's going through it. But basically, like she's gay and she's not gay, and I don't know. It wasn't very good. Should we look for it if it's a full-length movie on YouTube? That is your call. That is your call. I do not pick the movies. Le Voyeurs. Oh, that, that ride behind him looks cool. <laughs> a lot of textures behind me. Right? It's our house movie. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a movie about the city and the gritty backgrounds. Le Voyeurs. Voyeurs. Did I choose Coffee, Fear Me, right? I chose Coffee, Fear Me As and a, right. Ernest. Yeah. We could do coffee tea or me. Oh, we did that one. That was the the airport. No, but that's what I mean. Like, I got to pick one by a mistake. Oh yeah. Well, it was fine. I like that movie. Wait, did we move on to the next one? I'm waiting. Yeah, to. we're on twenty five okay. on the list, and then All three right, down in the Delta. Down in the Delta. It came out Christmas Day. Three, two, one, go. Now, this was, direct, was directed nowhere. by Maya Angelou. There are no jobs Wait a minute, this movie was directed by Maya Angelou? Mm-hmm. Wow. I gotta go see it. And it's the mother in good time for her final appearance before she dies. Oh. And a young role. Wesley Snipe is in here. Yeah, I knew Wesley Snipe was... That's funny. See, again, like, they can't release this movie any time of the year. This is a prestige vanity film. Like, everyone A-lists on it. They don't normally make movies like this, so they release it on Christmas Day in hopes that people will be like, well, finally, I can go see a movie or whatever. But. Basically, she's, like, from the East, like, New York or something, I forget, and she gets way down on her luck, and she's got no chance but to get back home to a place that's just relative. She really doesn't know them. She's not from the South. She's from East New York, New Jersey? Join Academy Award nominee mm-hmm. Alfre Woodard, Wesley Snipes, and Loretta Devine. As they but she was like, you know, her grandmother was from the Delta, and oh, so, there. so recent family, and they accepted her back. And but I, I should say, like, there's not many films like this playing that year that's aimed for African Americans. So they always like it's another time of Christmas Day movie where they're like, well, we know people want to go out, and this is the time we'll drop this movie. All right, so uh, oh, okay, interesting. But Maya Angela, I didn't know that. Our next movie is 26, and uh, we'll do it in three, two, one, go. Now, this is Long Ick. This is Long Ick. Vomit? <laughs> when I saw it, I ran. Oh, how far away did you run? <laughs> he ran all the I way ran. to a rock. <laughs> right. That's my Good one. <laughs> I've read the comic book. I never seen the movie. No, I saw the movie. I haven't read the comic book. I take it back. I've seen this movie. It's terrific. Yeah, it is. It really is. So this was a graphic novel, just like you said, and they turned it into a film. 
and it's in the backdrop of the Iranian Revolution, and it's things she has to endure and go through. It won a lot of film. Of course, it went to Cannes. Everyone does, but it was in a lot of uh, film festivals and won. Uh, yeah. Um. It lost Best Animated Feature in the Academy Award Awards to Ratatouille. <laughs> that must have sucked. <laughs> Which is, uh, I mean, it's so, I don't know, they could have done a foreign film. Uh, it didn't uh, have to be, it had to be an animated film. Well, at least it was in yeah. there. I think that's good enough because it's, she's listed as a nominee among, like, Ratatouille, mm-hmm. you know, because there are animation fans. There are yeah, kids that yeah. will say, oh, Oscar is what won Best Moving Picture. I don't right. Know, cartoon that's picture. kind of a, a rough one. Well, I just hope Patton Oswalt Oscar. feels bad about that. That's all. Yeah, we blame Patton Oswalt. Poor Patton Oswalt <laughs> kicking the curve this movie. <laughs> Listen, I just want to complain about one particular Oscar, okay? Yes, I mean, please. what a grouch! <laughs> <laughs> you know he wore pants when he was shooting Sesame Street no. Oscar. He was a true professional. Uh-huh. He, he was, was actually he was actually wearing Big Bird's pants. Usually. He was wearing Big Bird pants, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Persepolis. Persepolis. Some punk rock in there. She she equates punk rock and Michael Jackson. Just she's just thinking Western culture. You know what I mean? There's no yeah. nuance there. Well, that, that was all in the '83 too. That's pretty cool. All right, so we're gonna hit pause. Uh, Carl, do you want to do the countdown? Okay. That was all about the Arab Spring. I mean, only in America. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, we're going to do the education of Little Tree in three, two, one, go. Now, this is about an eight-year-old Cherokee boy, um, and it's in Tennessee, and he lives with his grandparents, but something goes wrong, and, of course, he gets taken away from them, thrown into white culture. that's you, and that's what this whole film is all about, them stripping him of his uh, roots of his Cherokee. It ain't right! Oh, so that's the now, education. Mm. That's the education of uh, Little Tree. And he had, to, he had to pick, you know, he's been nicknamed Little Tree. He had to pick a, uh, that's Grandma. Okay, so this was a, a memoir-style novel written by this guy named Carter under a pseudonym, Forrest Carter, published in 76. But check it out. It was, it was his good experiences with Cherokee grandparents in the Appalachians. But the book was quickly proven to be a literary hope. No. What? But, yeah. Now, the truth. this is really unfortunate. It was a hoax. But unfortunately for us, the person who exposed it was a KKK member from oh. Alabama. Oh, yeah. so it doesn't get the story doesn't even get better. Right. Yeah. So, so it's like this sort of thing was true. So why lie about it and get caught? I don't know. But then to get exposed by a KKK member who's like, "See, I told you." I mean, it really, <laughs> really sucks. But they made a movie out of it anyway, and we said, "Who cares? We don't care." We're oh, right. So, uh, it's gonna- based on a book. Right. Fancy well, Bullfoot, fraudulent claims. What was that? Uh, 
Do you guys remember there was a book that uh, a, a Thousand Little Pieces or something the guy wrote it and it was fake? It was like his memoirs and he was on Oprah. And I thought that was the whole Precious thing, wasn't that the... the well, Precious had that issue too? Uh, yeah, I think Precious turned out to be a hoax. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, greatest, if I remember correctly. The greatest movie of the decade. Once there was an um, anthropologist and he was a uh, evolutionist versus creationism thing, hmm. and unfortunately he did a hoax too. He like lowered the jaw on the, you know, and that, that made the creationist go, say, I always told you it was bullshit. Wow. <laughs> really sucks when stuff does that. But Okay, so let's pause for the next one and hold on one moment. All right. Okay. We're pausing. You paused. Or... Carl, what was your joke about... Uh... I'll be right back. I'll be right back. All right. Oh. Well, here, I'll tell you Carl's joke. Okay. There we go. Do you, know, okay, do you know what cats and remote controls have in common? What do cats and remote controls have in common? They both have paws. <laughs> Damn. Did I do it all right? Did I give it serve <laughs> justice, Carl? Uh, okay. I'm so sorry. My son interrupted me, and I am back with you 100% sure. ready to okay. watch... So I I, I just inc- I just inquired what cats and remote controls have in common. No, the other way around. What? Oh, what no, remote controls right. and cats have in common? What? No, you're right. Uh, uh, why is the team in remote control like a kitty cat? Why, Carl? <laughs> Did you already say the punch? Yes. No. <laughs> no. Just say it. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Uh, no, you gotta give the fire. In three, two, one, go. I'll just start this trailer. Fuck it. This is some mother's son. Some it's mother's Irish. Castle Rock. I turn. want you to start treating these people for what they are. It's about a hundred strikes. They are it's not about the soldiers. IRA. The IRA can identify with. Oh, it's about the IRA. <laughs> Don't look at me. I'm looking at you. I'm, it's about the I'm IRA. Not, I'm not an armed gorilla. Now, this I'm, famous I'm not Bobby armed. Sands from the IRA, he was in prison, and he does a hunger strike, hmm. and... The Bobby Sands hunger strike is a movie that was released on Christmas Day? Oh, I can't, my mind is split. I don't know what film to see. I can't believe they well, finally see, made a the, movie at the hunger strike. The crisis of conscience here is that the mothers must decide whether to go with their son's wishes or have them forcibly fed to save their lives. And that's, that's what our film is all about, the mother's crisis of conscience. Hmm. Oh, my God. This is, like, such a serious film. This is, like, the only time you can get your mom to go see a movie. It's like, well, if it's about there, about Bobby says Hugger Strike, maybe I'll see it. Interesting. <laughs> It's um, also a Cannes Film Festival one. Isn't there another film um, similar to this called Sins of the Father? Yeah. The, yes. uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Robert Lincoln. Duvall? No, uh, no. The one Daniel Day-Lewis? Yeah, I think it was Daniel Day-Lewis. And a uh, really, really excellent Irish actor who I can't remember. Oh, Pete Postlethwaite, I think, played his oh, father. Oh, Pete Postlethwaite, yeah. yeah. Yeah, played his father. But they're, both, we're, but they're both in prison, I think, and they, and they join the hunger strike thing. I know oh. a guy who was, his mother was from Ireland, but he was, his father was not from Ireland. So he was like from half from Ireland. He was like Irish. You know. 
Oh, he was in full Ireland. He was Irish. Yeah. I got 19% Irish, so. We are wrapping up. According, so I'm according to my, my spitting in a, in a, in a, in a tube thing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I next... keep on trying to not do the DNA test. My wife's like, you should do it. And I keep on trying to trick her that I've got to do a semen sample. Oh, I, I did it. But I the... So I'm like, hey, come on, Sandy, anytime you want. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. You've got to help me out. I did one of those DNA te- uh, testings, but idiot me, I sent it care of CIA, so I fucked that up. <laughs> now they have my record. All right, uh, Ira, would you do us a favor? Sure, and, I will uh, do the Kenneth Branagh Hamlet uh, in three, two, one, go. Kenneth Branagh Hamlet. Look, this Hamlet has sex and action and people falling. And he uh, also Ophelia. stars Prince Hamlet. Spoiler, Ophelia. Well, our Hamlet's much better, Carl. Well, this Hamlet oh, is yeah, a train. Oh, yeah, we just lay that for uh, Ira. Robin Williams is in this. Gerald Depardieu. Really? Jack Lemmon. So many people. Wow. I never knew they would. I'll have to see it. I have not actually seen this version. Billy Crystal. Uh, Charlton Heston. I saw the one before, though. The one, uh, what's he, his, Mel Gibson. I've seen one. the Mel Gibson. No. I have not seen this yeah, one. Yeah, I saw the Mel Gibson. <laughs> Mel Gibson one and Rosencrantz and Gildersturm, the are movie, dead. are dead. Yeah. Came out the same weekend. Oh, did they really? They was playing the same, like, uh, Harvard Square movie house wow. upstairs. It was very weird for me. Yeah. Because uh, I, I went to see the other one. Hamlet. It's over four hours this film. Nothing wow. but Hamlet. So you got to block out a nice section of your day to watch this. So this, yeah. this movie deserves multiple trailers. And here it is again. Act one, scene two. Oh, cut to <laughs> act four, scene one. It's a uh, it's a play within well, a play within a play within a movie. Yeah. Elsinore <laughs> Brewery, right? One of your one of your favorite movies. What is it? Uh... It's about with uh, Strange, Strange Brew. Brew. I love Strange Brew. Yeah, yeah Strange Brew. Which that was based Hamlet. on Hamlet. Yeah, that is based yeah. on They're kind of like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. They kind of stumble into this plot. Exactly. But you know, you're... Ilsener Brewery. <laughs> well, they explain Hamlet justly. So, you know, the colonel is dead, but here we are enjoying his chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and remember the father's voice with the uh, Mel Blanc? Uh... Yeah, right. Get out of here. They brought beer. <laughs> they got real jobs. They work at the brewery. Oh God, that was him. That's right. <laughs> Go away. God damn it! Where's it was my really beer? The daughter, daughter that was Hamlet. Mm. And yep. do you remember there was the one scene in which they're going to split up? One's going to go one way, the other's going to go the other way. And we learned that they has never been separated. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, "All right, so I'll see you." Eh? So I guess I see you. Yeah, take take care. <laughs> the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern movie from 1990 is pretty cool. Oh, it's awesome! I yeah, love that movie. That's a really great movie. Tim Roth and Gary Oldman just have like that chemistry. It's yeah, fucking, I love that movie. I I stumbled on that movie at the library. Oh, it's a good pick. Yeah, and also I would recommend the Ethan Hawke Hamlet. I yeah, I don't think I've seen that one either. It's a modern. Was that the one? Was that the one with Kyle MacLachlan as a? As as the the uncle father dude the they, uncle uh, they did a lot of stunt uh, casting like Bill Murray's in it and uh, right uh, but I don't remember if Paul Bartel is at the end he's the one who gives out the swords oh okay and uh, 
It's it takes place in Manhattan, present day, and it's the Elsinore uh, Corporation. Yeah, I, think, I think Kyle MacLachlan. I think yeah, Kyle, Kyle MacLachlan plays. Is, uh, and it's a building. Yeah. He gives this to be or not to be speech in the action aisle of Blockbuster. <laughs> but it's a it's a great movie. So and then you got your other one. All right. So uh, I want you to do the next one, please. Sure. Uh, we will be doing the producers in three, two, one, go. Oh, I love the 1968. I love the 1968 producers, but I tried watching the latter version and did not get very far. I cannot find a copy of this movie. Very good as well. You didn't think so? You are a dishonest man. I I did not. It could not get into this. It's just the music and the. I, I love the original so much, though. Gene Wilder and yeah, yeah really Zero Mostel is amazing. Yeah, now, one time, uh, this guy told me, "You look like Nathan Lane," and I said, "Yeah, okay, whatever." And then the, another guy said, "Hey, you know who you remind me of?" Nathan Lane. And I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, I don't think so, but okay." And then it came up like eight more times, so I guess. Look like yeah, you look like Nathan Lane. <laughs> I don't know, like, Mike. What's I, your opinion? Uh, I think I you look more like Dan Fogelman. Like. I'd like someone to say, "Yeah, you kind of remind me of Harvey Firestein." Like, nah, I don't think so. You got the wrong guy. <laughs> nah, you got the wrong guy. <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> we used this in the last movie we saw, right? Uh, yeah, that was Doctor uh, Jekyll and Ms. Hyde. No. Well, this movie, like, this became a, a, a pop culture sensation, the musical, and it was one of the first Hollywood Broadway movies uh, musicals. Yeah, Hair, uh, uh, Hairspray followed it. It was, you know, Hairspray it was, a, it was the, the movie became a musical, then it became a movie musical. Right. That, yeah, that, that cycle. Too. Yeah, so Hairspray followed this with that. So this formula. movie has pedigree. I just can't find a copy of this film. I can't find Me. access to this this particular version. Oh, this version. The oh. musical movie. Oh, okay. And I think it's the producers, the musical movie, or the movie. Right. Yeah. Or just the producers, the musical. Look at this. Finally, now, in the end. This is another example of like a play that does a does a story about a play. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. right. You know, oh, it's absolutely. Like you read a book about a guy who's an author, and you know. I know you people see a movie hate about that. them making a movie. Oh, it's, it's like a, it's like Death Trap. It's a it's a, a a play about a play. Yeah. Yeah. Right. People hate watching movies like that. Oh, Wilson, this <laughs> I have to see this now. I I just didn't get very far. I think I need to start again. Ooh, Love It is in it too. Yeah. Also, Matthew Broderick. I don't see him in a lot of theatrically released movies. So yeah. any any chance you get to see, it. I'm watching Tower Heist. It's just, it's I just hard for me to see it because I just I oh, love the original fun. so much oh, with Gene Wilder. Oh, the original, yeah. I mean, it's a great movie, but yeah, Mel Blanc went and said, "I want to do authorize a musical," and it became such a hit that they made a movie, and they they kept the original people. That's the draw of the movie is that this is a recorded version of Matthew Broderick and Nathan Lane doing it. Right, basically so, from the. It's Broadway. a theater thing. Yeah. All right, uh, Ira. Next one, please. Sure. Extremely loud and incredibly close. In three. Two, one, go. This one is a limited release, but it is a 9-11 movie, so I thought it's a good Christmas right. Day film. Dad said, the way I saw the world was a gift, that I was different than everyone else. A great game we played was reconnaissance. Have you guys seen this movie? I've seen, yeah. I've seen parts of it. I don't think I've seen the entire thing. In the 20th century. Is it good? There's a very, very hard I scene in which the father is in the building, the World Trade Center building, and he's calling home. And he gets the answering machine, and the son is there and hears him on the answering machine. But for some reason, he doesn't pick up the phone. 
It's a very, very hard, hard, emotionally hard scene. Well, well, the kid, the kid is kind of autistic, so that's part of the part of the reason, <clears throat> I think. And then, of course, this doesn't exactly help. Oh my God! They show the the 9/11 in the trailer, 45 seconds in. This Christmas Day, fuck your family, fuck the holidays. Go and see a 9/11 movie. But then it's like Tom Hanks is here. You know he's going to be respectful. Except Tom Hanks is in that box. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, he's the dead dad? He's the dead dad, yeah. No, but through all the flashbacks, he's definitely in. How many flashbacks? How, what oh, yeah, what yeah. percentage no. flashback is How What percentage Hanks is in this movie? No, he's all over it. He's all, yeah. all over the phone. He, he's like, in this movie, he's being the good dad. And, you know, like, I'm sure a lot of jerks died in 9-11, but that's not who you make a movie about. This guy was a really good father. Right. And he sends his son, his son is a little low-level autistic, and so he tries to help him a lot. One of the things he does is he says, I want you to get something from every decade of New York's life, you know, from the 1800s. So he brings him a rock. Huh. Hmm. Well, because it did exist in every single decade. Like, he got his dad pretty good that day. Hmm. Well, no, that's a good call. Oh, Sandra Bullock. Yep. Very respectful. Well, you had I did to just see John, a, a certain good man. There's Max on Saito. There's John. Oh, Goodman. yeah. James Galfini. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, this is kind of a Christmas Day bummer movie. Uh, serious, yeah. Yeah. But I have to tell you, I saved the biggest bummer movie for last. Oh, okay. This movie did actually was released on Christmas Day. Uh, Carl, would you help me out? And please close uh, out. You want me, the German, to do the countdown? Okay. <laughs> do, do it in German. Fly! Fly! Fear! All right. Except you just went one, two, three, four, but I'll let you go. <laughs> let go yeah, on. you cut it upward. <laughs> I'm not an authentic German who would really, in a pinch, know how to count backwards. This is a documentary about. I don't know what the political politics. Oh, boy. There's the numbers on tattooed on the arm. Yep. It's the Holocaust. I wouldn't call it a documentary. Well, that was, uh, what's her name? That was, uh, 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 you know, Silkwood. Uh, oh, Meryl Streep? Yeah, because I, I love, there was probably footage from she was, uh, uh, Sophie's so, Choice. Oh, Sophie's Choice. This yeah, that's why they had Kevin. Yeah, well, they're, they're, they're intersplicing different films about the Holocaust. So that was Sophie's Choice. That's why we saw Kevin Klein, too. Yeah, oh, this that's is not right. The, yeah. This is the one Gene Hackman does the narration, and it just talks about how Hollywood has portrayed it. Yeah, so this is not footage yep. of the real World War II atrocity. It's the Hollywood okay. version of the Holocaust. Yep. But it, then it's like, well, what's the point of the documentary? Are they for it? Are they against yeah, well, it? Or... There's always that cynical... There's always a cynical line about how it just put the word Holocaust in it and you got an Academy Award nomination. So uh, the, yeah. this was released during... Did you see Jojo Rabbit? I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit. I have. It's really good. It's really good? What do you it's think? A, it's very funny, but there, there's like especially one moment that you will just... It will just floor you like... like the sad as hell. Like really, oh, yeah. All right. It, it mixes it very well. Taika is uh, a masterful uh, artist. And um, I've never seen Scarlett Johansson be a good actress before. I think she nailed it. Oh, what are you talking about? She's, she's the really... best. <laughs> she's the best action yes. hero I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my boobs. Look. Oh, okay. Um, Fair enough. 
right, whatever. No, no, no. I'm serious now. I, I'm not just knocking her. Like, do you remember that film in which she was the alien? Under the skin? What acting did she do in that? It was fucking the best movie I've ever seen. That movie fucking tripped me out. She actually, they, they, they went up to the real people in their vans, these guys. Yeah, I know. I, and, I saw and that. And yeah. like, hey, you want to fuck? And it was just like, no, these, so yeah. I'm not saying she's a bad actress, but like, she's just this? not that into No, you. let me put it this way. She's a movie, She's first off, she's a movie star. Like, Antonio Banderas, he can act and he has a movie so presence. She, at that the whole world gets. It's the same with with, with Charlie Johansson. She's like Keanu Reeves type of like skill of action yeah. hero <laughs> movies. Uh, right. She was in Lucy, right? Yeah. She oh, was, fuck yeah. She was She's Lucy. Fucking, what Lucy. a great film that was. But that was a great film, but not a challenging <laughs> actress role. <laughs> No, it is a challenge. It's challenging in the action part of it, the actual, like, you know, the fighting, the, the whatnot. Oh, the you're choreography. Saying like, you're saying as an actor. No, I mean the... Yeah. Well, actually, there was that you're, part. You're talking about dramatic chops. Right, right, right. She showed that in JoJo Rabbit. Oh, she did. No, definitely. All right, well... I think she did a decent job of it in, uh, what was it called? The the Bill Lucy. Murray, uh, uh, the Japan... Uh, lost thing. Yeah, Lost... lost. I, I yeah, liked her in that Leah quite Copeland. a bit. Yeah. yeah. Who did Bling Ring, one of my favorite movies of the decade. I still haven't seen that. Yeah, so maybe Sophia I'm Coppola's rethinking spread. this. Maybe uh, just having remembered... I mean, most of the time you see Scarlett Johansson, she's an Avenger, you know? Yeah. Right. I guess I'm not thinking But even as an Avenger, she holds herself together. <laughs> I mean, like, it, they require a certain form of professionalism. And she was actually pretty good in her first film, uh, or at least the first one I saw her in, with Ghost World. With, uh, oh, Ghost World, yeah. She with Thora uh, with Thora Burr. Right. Yeah, Thora yeah. You know, um, 2016, Forbes magazine declared her the highest grossing actress, and I agree, man. She is gross. <laughs> gross. And high. And high. The highest grossing, ew. <laughs> All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, that has been our playlist uh, of Christmas Day movies for where, uh, Carl, thank you so much for everything on that. That was really cool. Uh, thank you. A lot of good thank stuff. Thank you for giving me the list. Yeah, thank well. Thanks for checking out my video. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It's called Check Out My Video. Because when people are like, hey, they just send it to me like I'm a fucking civilian. Check out my video. Thanks for checking out my video. So, real quick, Carl, I'm going to go through. Uh, we've, we've done four of these, and Ira's been with all four. Uh, I just want to list the movies that we had done previously. These are all movies that were on Christmas Day, and we're going to try to avoid them next year. And Ira, would you please come next year? I, I will do my best. All right, and we'll all be alive next year again. That's that, that's that was, that was what began this, was will I be alive because I had that heart attack Christmas Eve on 2014. 2014, so, that's yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, that's one of the reasons Welcome. I keep inviting you because it's been another year. Yeah. Yeah. A, Terrific. Yeah. All right, so Jackie Brown, Fences, Unbroken, Black Christmas from 2006, Pinocchio, Four Rooms, Alien vs. Predator, AVPR, Point Break, the remake, the Interview, uh, Nine, The Musical, Grunge Match, uh, Parental Guidance, Gulliver's Travels, Concussions, War Horse, uh, Sherlock Holmes from 2009, She's Complicated, The Imaginarium of Dr. Fuck, that movie, The <laughs> Spirit, Valkyrie, Bedtime Stories, Fat Albert, the, the live action, Rumor Has It, The New World, Paycheck, All the Pretty Horses, Angela's Ashes, Hey, uh, Titus, Mighty Joe Young, A Civil Action, Mr. Magoo, Michael, Evening Star, Django Unchained, IQ, and of course, Ava's Magical Adventure Trailer. 
Uh, so anyway, uh, that's that's just the first of many. So go over to my. I, I don't know for us, but uh, go over to uh, my channel called Luggage Tuesdays, and you'll or just type in Mike Spiegelman, and you'll see right. my playlist for those. And I hope you had enjoy it. And I have to clean up our website so I can post this before the new year. Uh, Ira, uh, how can we see more of you? And just uh, wait, we're you, leaving. We're ending. Yeah, that's it. We did all thirty-two. Yeah. Let's talk about next time. Okay, sounds good. Well, Carl, go ahead. This is a great idea. Why don't you go ahead and, and lay it down? Okay, next time is going to be the year in review, and we're going to talk about all the films we saw in 2019 <laughs> and what we thought of them and impressions of them and what was good and what was bad. I have a list here for you. Shall I read it? So these are, well, we should specify, these are movies that we saw on our podcast that uh, could be from any year right. that but it was that we that we hosted that full that we, length movies that, on, on youtube, YouTube. Exactly. so it wasn't just yeah. midsummer it was also you know the films that we actually talked about so yeah what's the list okay golf punks that was good right national lampoon's golf liquid, punks liquid sky that was a big deal concord 79 was fun uh yeah, this, four play in 1975 i can't wait to talk about that one with you yeah right? do you remember no, no, no! Say you capiche? You remember that? That was Zero Mustel. He was a he was I, I an capiche. Italian gangster from the seventies. <laughs> wow! Say capiche? 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 It's not a home. Cult of the Dam '69. Uh, Shaft in Africa was a lot of fun. I like that one. Uh, the Terminator. Coffee Tear Me, that was my big claim to fame. Oh, Hot Wheels World Race, I guess I did that too. Terminator was on Yahoo Free Movies for that month, so oh, we decided to I do see. it. Oh, I see, so, okay, okay. It was with on YouTube. Ads. Yeah, with ads. The Most Dangerous Game, that was really great. Yeah, the original. Um, well. Electric Dreams was really great too. Yeah, we did that uh, for Bad Movie Night twice. What's that? Electric. Uh, always Electric be for a giver. It was a, a San Francisco tech guy. In yeah, electric. Tree. Tree. Yeah, no, yeah, I know. I don't, uh, uh, what's his name? Voice the computer. Bud Court. Uh, Bud Court. Bud Court. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Charlie Chan and the Curse of the Dragon Queen. Not a fan. The last uh, Charlie Chan Holt movie from '83. Never on a Tuesday. That was the Twitter. That was blowout. great. I like that one. Twisted Obsession was horrible. That was song. a great movie. Horrible. Great movie. We'll talk about that. <laughs> the assassination game was fun, right? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that was the one. With, was that the uh, one with Anthony Edwards? I thought we were gonna save this for next week. Go, well, keep going, Anthony Edwards. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, but next week we'll talk about him. All, all right. All right. 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 If you, you think I'm giving away too much? No. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. No, this this is on record. Go ahead. Yeah. Or, yeah. Next week's show will be five minutes long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Awakening of the Beast. That was terrible. Ghoulies Three was great. The I'm not going to go to space. next week about Ghoulies Three. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, I'll just, I think you're not into it, so I'll just No, go no, 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 keep going, keep well, going, keep going. I just American Tickler, Crazy Enough, Hail Caesar, Pompatist of Love, A Car's Life, Simon, Annihilators, The Legend of Seven Golden Vampires, Dr. Jekyll, Mrs. Hyde, and The Golden Gate Murders from last episode. Perfect. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear the list because that is on public record. And next week, I want you to tell me how terrible or good it is <laughs> on our next week's weekend Don't review. Don't you have opinions? I do, but I'm going to save it for next week. Otherwise, what are you going to do? Yeah. It'll be five minutes long, and you'll be like, okay, now it. Yeah. Um, now what? Covered it last week. Now oh. You know what? One of the things we did was uh, after we did the movie days, we did movies that were released in January, like the trailers, because the movies that are released in January are normally the worst movies 
Right. You're like, I Frankenstein is a classic. Yeah. Know? The ones they didn't bother trying to get him before the end of the year because they yeah. knew it was like, there's no way Oscar Monster contending truck. in any way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that that was awesome, guys. Uh, I'm going to be performing at the Kavikas Ocean Beach Deli. I'm hosting a show in about an hour and a half. If you are in San Francisco and listening to Muni Radio, why don't you go down to uh, the Safeway by Ocean Beach in the Richmond District and then keep walking and you'll see the deli. Uh, if you hit the ocean, you've gone too far. And, uh, it's going to be cold and it's wet. Gonna, it's going to be cold and depressing. <laughs> Only depressing people go to the beach. Carl, where, are you, where, are you, where can people reach you? What you do? Uh, they can go to carlsucks.com. All right, sounds good. Or Carl that sucks. And uh, I've or got. Carl uh, like I said, I've got Lebowski, um, part of uh, SFND Fest, uh, January thirty first, uh, Friday at the Victoria Theater, um, and also the body cast that I work with is going to be doing uh, with uh, associated with Sketchfest, going to be doing on January eleventh, uh, a big Rocky Horror uh, thing. Barry Bostwick and Nell, uh, basically Brad, Magenta, and Columbia are going to be there. Um, uh, Peaches Christ is hosting, wow. and the body Great. cast is going to be doing select. Uh, select numbers. From so the, you're doing Rocky Horror on, uh, during this festival. I'm I'm going to be volunteering. I've never I don't actually play any characters in Rocky Horror yet, and it'd be a bad time to try. <laughs> try it there in front <laughs> when, of Barry Boswick. When Barry Boswick and Nell and yeah, when everyone's yeah. there, Patricia Quinn are going to be there. It's like ah, I'll just help out. Let alone Peaches Christ. If you're going to be on this, figure to give it a little little bit of a push on the show though. Oh, that's great. That sounds cool. I'm also in Sketchfest, I should mention. Uh, yeah, you should, because yeah. it's a big one this year. Yeah, uh, it's going to be The Great Difficulties. It's sketch comedy with myself and a guy named Colin Mahan, and we are doing uh, uh, sketch comedy at Piano Fight on a Friday. All right, on a Sunday. All right, so that's been the show, guys. Thank you so much. So come back next week. We're going to review all the 50-odd movies we watched uh, in 2019, and we're going to tell the honest truth of how we feel about the great movie Twisted Obsession. Right, Carl? Yes. What? The honest truth. Oh, the it's honest great. truth. Oh, not yes, that it's a great movie. <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys so much. Uh, what a great show. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. And we'll see you just next week before the new year. Bye. Happy solstice. Bye-bye. Bye, Carl. Bye. Bye.
Quad Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Quad Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Richard Harris, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. Hey. 
Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. But you can apply now through November 30th. 50 shows in seven days, over 50 comics from all around the U.S., and you could be one of them. Go to the Mutiny Radio website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Click the Apply button. Pay that 20 bucks. Donate to Mutiny Radio and apply with your five-minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th Annual Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8 p.m.? 